Hey, glad you could make it. Welcome to Fantasy Dad Pods, where dad bods are glorified and dad jokes are encouraged. I'm JT, accompanied by Sean. Sean, how are we doing? Uh, pretty good. Excited to be back this week. Unfortunately, I missed out last week, but let's do it. Yeah, welcome back. How was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. It was pretty busy up until Thanksgiving. I was on call for trauma, so everybody who fell in the Tri-Cities and the surrounding areas, I got to help put back together. So it was some up until Thanksgiving, some long nights, 1130. But uh, after that, actually, uh, I didn't do any cases. So <laughs> Thanksgiving evening and on the rest of the weekend, I didn't do anything. So that was good. Oh, well, yeah, that is good. But a bummer we don't get any funny like Thanksgiving accident stories. There was but... no, yeah, there was no uh, turkey bone in like s- temple or anything like that. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. Uh, well, I made my normal just volcano of everything, just pile it on. Everyone just separates it on the plate. Nothing touches anything else. I'm just like mashed potato base, gravy as a binder, then the stuffing, some corn. You know, just start piling the volcano gravy back on top. It, you know, it's the lava. So, and do people do people judge you for that? Like, yeah. Well, we've been alternating my side of the family and then my wife's side of the family. This year was my side. And then it kind of wrapped up early. It was kind of a quiet year. Aunt and uncle are finally going to be moving out of town. So this was like the last year to do it at their house. But they've been doing it for like three decades plus. So it was nice to go there one last time. But then we it wrapped up short. So we went over to my wife's side of the family. And they're like, oh, we missed your volcano. That was like one of the first things someone said. It's just like... Well, if you got any leftovers, I am kind of hungry. It's only six. Like, oh, no, we're out of we're out of potatoes. I was like, well, then you know, on the to dessert. <laughs> yeah, the base of volcanoes ruined. Like, what what am I supposed to do with that? Right, but yeah, no, no traveling kept it local. But um, I was talking to my wife, and I brought out a map recently. I was like, let's shoot a dart on the map, and wherever it lands. We'll go there after kind of everything settles down with the pandemic and all that. We'll go for two weeks and let's just do it. And so actually she's on her third day behind the fridge. She's a horrible dart shot. And that's your dad joke of the week. That's your dad joke of the week. Also, let's say you do hit the, like the the earth is a lot of water, man. Your, your odds are going to hit some water there, but I, I I like the idea. I like the idea. All right. All right. We got some painful ones. Um, some didn't have such a good Thanksgiving. So what's our latest injury news, Sean? Oh, man, uh, Dalvin Cook, my guy, uh, some shoulder injury. I, I didn't, this is a kind of a couple hours ago. We're recording late on Monday night. Uh, expected to miss at least two games with a dislocated shoulder. So those Madison holder on holder honors. Uh, good for you. Also, I'd saw, uh, Chris, I don't know if this is on here, but Chris McCaffrey out for the year. So Chubba Hubbard time. Race to it. Let's get it. Get your um, Gerald, Henderson. Gerald Henderson is is limited. He hasn't been doing a whole lot because that Rams offense has kind of lost its way. So um, I don't know how much that hurts people. I don't know how many people are actually actively still playing him or relying on him. But uh, if that offense could find itself again, I think Daryl Henderson is a guy. But yeah, he is he is limited in practice this week. I'm seeing uh, Darren Waller week to week with a knee injury. Um, that's no bueno. Uh, we need those tight ends. They guess the most fantasy points well, per capita, right? Yeah. And well, uh, Logan Thomas did. We did. We did just watch one tonight, and that uh, he did just come back. So 
it's probably too late for you to pick them up. But if for some reason not, we'll, we'll hint it later. You should probably get that, get that uh, look at a roster in him. Um, Curtis Samuel, again, played a little bit just now on Monday night. He was on a sort of pitch count, but uh, I, I kind of like what they're doing there. They still run the ball a ton, but he is a good possession receiver. So I, I like, I like him. Uh, the big one, and I think people are riding high on him, Debo Samuel. Expect to miss one to two weeks. That's uh, Ayuk time. Let's do it. Unfortunately, I had him in three of my four leagues and dropped him in one of those leagues and uh, had to play against him this week. So um, that 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 was kind of insulting. Uh, you and your wide receivers just had Juju. <laughs> I had Juju last year. No, that was incorrect. <laughs> year and never again but uh well not never again uh it's more of a mineral spur thing but uh uh i have odell beckham which then for yeah that should tell you like <laughs> i you odell like don't don't whoever i tell you to get don't don't do it well don't i was thinking more of your elijah more right and then and then unfortunately roster crunch and you had to let him go like same kind yeah of, yeah uh, i like i really like more too and yeah i had a roster crunch because i needed a starter last minute uh starting quarterback and because uh, some injuries were last minute coming last week and uh, had to drop him and just had to because I was most uncertain about him. And then, of course, he goes off and then I'm very upset. Corbin uh, wrote a nice little article about it and I'm, it made me very sad. But uh, anybody else that strikes your fancy here, JT? I'm not seeing it, but I thought it was reported that the Cowboys got the COVID bug, like reports of upwards of eight names but coaches and players are included yeah coaches officially named i didn't see yeah i heard that too eight eight people but i haven't heard of names of players yet so 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 i'm in your boat staff and yeah just keep an eye um let's zeke is fully fully practicing but i mean i don't know if you've been seeing anything jt pollard is um he's the guy right now Uh, like he looks so efficient right now. Um, it's it's pretty nuts. Um, and then Mark, Ring, Mark Ingram is back uh, practicing again. Um, full participant. That'd be big if he could come back with Kamara participating in some capacity. But I expect Mark Ingram to still this, at least this week, to get a decent chunk so of the touches. So that's nice. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much offensive players. I'm seeing Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins hopeful. The word both used is hopeful, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, so, you know, bank on that. Uh, yeah, that. whatever, whatever that is. They've been out for three weeks now because they're coming off their bye. They didn't even play last week, so it's kind of like it got to be getting close, you think? But yeah, it, it again, it's Monday, so it's hard to tell. You really start to look at these things about Thursday. Thursday, if they didn't practice or limited in practice, then you start to get a better idea. But it's so early in the week still. Teams are still playing. Week, it's probably the dry air level. and then not doing the time yeah. zone change of yeah. the fall forward, spring back. It's it's all messed up down there in Arizona. Yeah, I just like how – So, and where does it end? So just the state of Arizona doesn't do it. They're like, no, we're going to just not participate. So like the surrounding states still – so. If you go above or below, it's just like, oh, <laughs> it changed. Yeah, they're basically <laughs> they're like state. we're we're mountain or we're Pacific. Just it just depends on what you want to identify as time of year. 
Wow. I'm all for get, just getting rid of it, but that's just crazy that one state with like, cause you know, we have no like real borders here in this country between states. Like what if, I don't know how it looks with borders of Arizona and like Nevada or whatever, but like if you got live in one and then work on the other, like I got to work in Nevada, my time's all messed up. Cause I wake up and it's an hour different than when I, you know, like it's all just jacked up. That's just gotta be hard for those yeah, people. Yeah, time, zone, time zones are, are, are weird. I could almost do with like, yeah, there's some weird geographical, like I never realized well, I, Michigan I, was Eastern get, time zone. Yeah. I, I mean, I get the time zone, but like the daylight savings thing, like the, oh, the, yeah. that's the part that could go away. I met, I met, I must have, I must switch have it to, yeah, I, yeah, no, switch it to summer time, and then don't yeah. touch it. Yeah. Don't touch it anymore. The time zones I get, but like the, the, the daylight savings, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Anyways, sorry on that rant. Um, um, play Kyler Murray if you if you roster him. <laughs> so next week, uh, please. I need I need. Yeah, sorry, Kyler we're just Murray. two dads just complaining about everything. Yeah, uh, we're yeah, sunsets at four thirty. Yeah, yeah, you know, slow down. This is a neighborhood. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Standing in my socks and sandals on the dri- in the driveway with a cup of coffee or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Um. So any anyways, uh. Uh, yeah, pick up pick up news this week. QBs. Um, I, any of them strike your fancy? Sorry, I kind of accidentally closed out of that window just now a second ago. Um, strike your fancy. Mac Jones has been uh, impressing a little bit more and more. Um, I don't know how often he's rostered in some leagues. Only only thirty eight. Um, I'm not saying he's some barn burner, but he does play Buffalo. But they've been getting worked a little bit, and then. Indy, Jacksonville, Miami mixed with double Buffalo in there to finish the game. Ah, maybe not. Maybe not this week. I don't know. The New England's playing really good though, so I don't know if it really matters. Like, because Buffalo has England. been bad. well, and I don't think Buffalo's been playing great either. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of got run over a couple weeks ago. I mean, they they, they bounced back, but still, it's like teams can't put up points on this defense. They, well, it is good, but yeah, New England's playing pretty well right now. Yeah. I weeks that we're we're trying to fill in for our like your Aaron Rodgers, uh, let's see, uh, Tennessee players, the Carolina players. Oh, we don't get Chubba Hubbard this upcoming week. 13. Oh man, but well, man, now you stash him. What are you thinking on on Tua JT? I know you talked about it a couple weeks ago. Can you trust Tua yet? I mean, he's playing the Giants this week. He's got Giants, Saints, or Giants, Jets, Saints, Tennessee, New England, and a bye week switched in there. But like, it's that's not the the hardest defenses to play. Those are yeah, those are some pretty choice matchups. Um, I always believed in tanking for Tua. That seemed like the <laughs> rational thing to do. Him or I'm gonna I'll put it this way: him or Tyler Heineke. Tyler Heineke does not have a buy left, so he's gonna play. And he plays Vegas, Dallas twice, Philly twice, and the Giants. None of them again is are, are vaunted defenses. Um, the question with him is: is he gonna throw it enough to make it count? I think with Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel coming back, he's been putting up. I, I want to say. 
okay numbers. I want to even say decent, but okay numbers. But those two guys back basically was the, the McLaurin show, but with two other legit weapons. I don't know. I, I see some value in Tyler Heineke. 36% rostered. Yeah, I guess if I were to like split hairs, I'm thinking like Tua is more of like a QB2 and Heineke is more of like a super flex. And I know there's not much of a difference there, but do you, do you kind of feel the vibe that I'm trying to explain? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, I also think that the thing to take into account here is we talk about this all the time, especially with offensive players, is quarterback. Ron Rivera is a notorious running quarterback uh, or quarterback, a coach. Um, mm-hmm. But Tyler Heineke's thrown it over 30 times to the last three games. And if you go, I mean, if you go back, he's other than if you get rid of Carolina, he's thrown it over 32 times since week three. So he's getting some volume. And I think just getting two weapons back will probably help that. Um, Tua, again, it, other than games he doesn't get hurt, has also a lot of volume. And honestly, probably has more volume of passing attempts. Um, but I just think that maybe Tyler Heineke has more weapons, I think, kind of around him at this point. I don't know. It's, it's a tough yeah, call. I, I could go with that. Especially, about the same number of things. Yeah. Parker injury kind of does hurt the terms of just like weapons. On oh, yeah. Hand. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of forgot about that. Yeah. But I, I just think because the next one I see here is Garoppolo. I, I, I'm going to move on from Garoppolo. I've had to play him a couple weeks ago. I got a nice 20-point game out of him against Arizona, but other than that, I, I've i avoided that. And uh, I just think those other two are in a different class than Garoppolo, fantasy-wise. Yeah, in terms of just what the team needs to win, they don't really need to lean on him much. They're, I mean, three wins in a row of of the team scoring over 30 points each game, and, and you're looking at Jimmy G with – like 15, 15, and 12 in terms of fantasy points. Um, I I don't foresee a script where they would need to, especially upcoming schedule. Seattle, maybe, maybe against Cincy, but then Atlanta, who knows what Tennessee will be in four weeks. I mean, that's – are they going to be healthy by, by then again? I You know, so – I would, yeah, I'd much rather try to try to go with uh, probably with Tua from what we're talking. Yeah, I see those are the two. Um, I see nice. Derek, Derek Carr is kind of being dropped a little bit too, down to 60% rostered, falling a little bit. Any interest in him, JT? Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know what to, what you're going to get out of him. It's, um, I guess to that point, it, it, it'd be like, what does your team need? Are you relying a lot on your quarterback? Because you really can't rely on Derek Carr. But it's but if you're solid everywhere else, I think he's a he's not a bad play. Would you agree there? Like, because he could go boom, but he if he busts and you're solid everywhere else, it won't kill you, kill you. Right. Yeah. So he'll match up against uh, Washington defense. Um but yeah, I mean, if you're in a pinch, I mean, I could see how you have Rodgers and like, why would you really need a roll with the backup all year? So I could see how you're, you're looking for just a bi-week filler. And I, I mean, at that point, we're getting really probably league specific in terms of availability, 12 team, 10 team, you know, whatever, however big your league is, because 
Cars only going to be available in 32% of Yahoo leagues as it stands right now, whereas two is much more available in 67. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think that it's a coin toss between whatever you like with uh, Heineke or, or Tua, but those are the two to pick up and the one to kind of avoid, I think, is Jimmy G for this for the rest of the year. I think we're, I think we're there with that one. Well, you want to go on to RBs? Some, I mean, I guess the big one is See if you can run it run it <clears throat> i mean sorry chubba hubbard, if chubba hubbard is yeah you should be if chubba hubbard is not rostered in your league it's got to be him but i feel like he's rostered in a decent number of leagues at this point um dontrell yeah. hilliard of tennessee He's looking, uh, looking pretty. Oh nice. wait, I just said Tennessee has a bye week. But in terms of just like, I guess no, for yeah, for season, yeah, for future, it might be a non-waiver use type of pickup because he has the bye. So I mean, it'd be a. At this point, I would definitely recommend stashing on on the bench. But then you just don't know when, if you know, Henry comes back going into week 14 but uh, definitely at least a name that that showed up and showed out recently yeah it, it's everyone else is i'm looking here and it's pretty slim pickings honestly hillard hillard and chubba have to be ones to go after roster wise um chubba especially like you spend as much as you can of your fab the rest of the year because looking at it it's we've talked about it it's the the running back position is pretty pretty much set now barring a major injury and you really can't count on that you need to you need to solidify that your rb position and so i think uh i think dontrell and uh chubba are the two guys but chubba's like the big one the big the prize if you he's still available and not rostered in your league you need to you need to go after him yeah unless oh, madison is about, also out there but that seems we think the about least a little philip Lindsay. Um, Miles Gaskin was the leading guy, but only got four more touches than Philip Lindsay. And he was just moved from a team in first game with Miami, got 12 touches. Like, that's not nothing. I think there's some value there. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say, like, if he's free, I would say go for it. Um, but uh, he's owned in, or rostered in 12% of leagues. But I, I think Philip Lindsay's just the sheer volume of touches. 12 is what I like. And I think there there is there is value there. That's that's my desperate play, JT. My twelve percent desperate play. Yeah, I mean, when you're going that low, you yeah, mark me down like, for a. We look at it here like people are jumping on Rex Burkhead, who got twelve touches but was way less effective, or you know, uh, Bolden, who got you know, uh, it's all passing. He didn't get any. He had four catches. Like, you know, you know, we're not we're not getting guys that Ronald Jones got seven and he's up your owned. Like it's just like I, I don't know. Twelve touches is a lot of touches, you know, this point in the year for a guy I, that's free. I was I was ready to say, hey, maybe you should think about picking up Gallman on a short week two weeks ago. We all saw, saw how that played yeah. out. I mean, like yeah what double digit touches out of the blue like maybe we yeah. should stash him like it's it's desperate for running back especially if you're dealing with a buy or an injury yeah um i mean so yeah i think those those are those are the two with with philip Lindsay being kind of a 
desperate play, but a sneaky one, I think. If if you're looking leaning that way, um, let's see. Wide receivers here. Trying to filter by this. I think the one oh man, of course I did not did not play Deshaun Jackson, who had a very nice week. Um, but I, I don't know if that's real. I, the one I'm more interested in is uh, Curtis Samuel. One target though, but again, he was on a ten snap pitch count. That's what they had him on. He played a uh, yeah total of thirty snaps this season so far. But they had him, I think they said on ten at most snaps, and they were they were winning for a good chunk of this game, the whole game basically. So I, I don't I wouldn't look into that too much. He was, he still nicked up a little bit, but when healthy, Curtis Samuel is not far removed from being very good. And I think you played a talent on that one, JT. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. The other name I'm looking at is Russell Gage. Um getting... <laughs> dropped him too. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Like, like, dropped him solid. after his week <laughs> dropped after his week 10 zero goose egg, and then like uh, ugh. Brutal. Should be a really positive game script yeah. week 13 against Tampa yeah. Bay. Yep. Um, Kendrick Bourne, I had him started and then I switched him up for Robbie Anderson and that backfired. Of course, I didn't know he's going to, you know, score two touchdowns and uh, leak, leapfrog his teammate in terms of career touchdown catches. Yes. Um, <laughs> in one I had, game. I had him- I had a moment like you. I had Odell, and at last minute, I changed him out for uh, um, Tyler Boyd. And, you know, since he put up a bajillion points, and Boyd didn't have any. So, so basically, so I was like, wow, you look at it. I'm like, man, since he has a ton of points, I better, I think he's just killing it. Nope. It went to everybody else. <laughs> so I was like, I oh, should have stuck with Odell there. So we, we both had those moments this week. That one, that one hurt. Yeah, I'd lean Gage over Bourne just in terms of like target and just usage, yeah. but um, I feel like Gage could actually get get you through like a flex on a on a tough bye week, whereas if Bourne is touchdown kind of boomer bust. Yeah, he um, oh hundred percent Gage has that we talked about. It, Gage has that rapport with Matt Ryan for a while, so I think he's definitely safer. But I think Bourne isn't really kind of a burner, kind of a big body guy. And that's kind of how really they're basically like a smaller tight end. And that's kind of how New England plays. So I think he fits really well in that offense. Although, so I, I think he's, like you said, he's a good pickup too, because he's, he fits really well with what New England wants to be doing. So and usually uh, he gets a few rushing attempts, kind of uh Debo-esque. Poor man's, poor man's Debo or Ayuk. Um, right. He ain't no Cordero Patterson, but you know. Again, like, geez. <laughs> We can't we can't stop the Cordell Patterson here, even if we wanted to try it. Can't Cordell stop it. Patterson. Cannot can't, stop it. Can't stop, won't stop. It's for my buddy Brad out there. I know you're listening. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, what about Cedric Wilson? He popped off, but I mean, was it just terms of uh availability of their the Dallas offense with CD Lamb out? Yeah, uh, and it looks like uh, CeeDee Lamb is uh, coming back this week from his concussion. And I would assume, I haven't heard anything, Amari Cooper is as well. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, I think that's like – and he's – and Cedric Wilson's nicked up with an ankle right now too. So, um, 
yeah, I think him and Gallup, they're this was their kind of their Gallup is still obviously uh, rosterable, uh, but uh, I think that they're going to take a backseat here ra- sooner rather than later because just because of the the help of the stars coming back. Um, let's see anybody else strike the strike the fancy in my eye? Yeah, I said it like that. What up? Um, can you see keep seeing people like talk about Josh Reynolds, lots of talent, but I just don't see it. Uh, guys, he's had like one game of 70 yards and one game of 59 yards this year. And then the re- the next highest is 23. <laughs> like, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Josh Reynolds has been kind of a guy since his uh, Rams day or his Rams days, but no, since he got out of there, he hasn't been the same guy. Uh, anybody else you're looking at JT? No, not really. I mean, at that point, yeah, when you're talking about names like Reynolds, it'd just be availability for your league and just kind of match up, go with your gut. I mean, it's really, really touchdown dependent at that point. If you're talking about four targets or less on average, you know, it's just kind of. What do you think about MBS? Bertus Scantling, he's getting in last two weeks, getting a ton of targets and they're not missing really anybody. I mean, 10 and 9 last two weeks is he developed you think he's developing some sort of rapport with with rogers he could be i mean so they do have the bye week 13 but then looking against uh chicago baltimore cleveland for the next following none of those are very very scary and he's not not the number one that's devon that's adam's gonna get all that slot's Mm -hmm. gonna be you know uh Cobb I mean his issue is going to be playing time I guess but because with Cobb um Lazard and and him kind of fighting out for two three four but I think it looks like a Cobb has a groin injury I don't know MVS like I I think there's some roster 25 percent again like I said I, I would maybe put a couple bucks down on a waiver claim on him I wouldn't go for broke but probably not a bad I not a bad look at yeah, I mean, obviously he can do worse, and he's getting targets, but it's yep. just like his reception to target uh, ratio. Yeah, it's boomer bust. He's, he's he's a deep guy. He, you've got to get that thirty, you know, yard catch to make his day worthwhile because mm-hmm. he's not he's not going to convert a high number of his targets. Yeah, but Rogers is willing, and and so I mean, like it's a obviously it's a upside in terms of boomer bust, but just know that you're playing with fire. Yeah. Um, tight ends. Guy you said a couple weeks ago, Cole, Cole Komet, 11 targets last week. Yeah. And when I flew solo the week before, I was like, wow, I had my bad, everyone. One, <laughs> one catch for 12 yards. I, coming off a of bye week, I thought they'd try to script a little bit better, but I don't I think, know. I think maybe Baltimore scripted for that. Because Baltimore. <laughs> right. They got some linebackers there because, like you, like you said, he was his his targets were climbing, like five, six, eight. They're climbing, and then two, and then back to eleven. I, I think we're looking at it now as probably that Baltimore's an anomaly. I don't think obviously the they're going to keep climbing above eleven, but your tight ends getting you double digit targets. That's a win. Uh, that that's is a, a big old win. That's the most targets for a tight end week twelve. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. As I'm just like. Yeah, I think it was just one down week. Otherwise, I think he has a really solid 
floor, considering just what we're looking at for the landscape of tight ends. Um, yeah. Definitely roster worthy. Yeah, uh, Logan Thomas again, 62% rostered. I would definitely go that route um, with him. I think he, he eased back into it, got six targets. Again, 31 yards today, not a big day, but there's just not a lot of events for anybody. So I, I, I like Logan Thomas, their big body, and they seem to trust him the last couple. He, I mean, he had the most third most receptions by tight end last year. So I, I dig in with some Logan Thomas. Um, is there anybody else that's like kind of like really popping off? I don't really see anybody there other than like you said with the, the joke before throw put them all on a dartboard and throw a throw a dart somewhere after that other than the guys that are really owned uh gerald everett got nine targets finally caught a touchdown um but i mean two two of the last three weeks got 10 plus fantasy points so i don't know you think anything's there jt you think they're finally turning the corner there or is it still the seahawks offense does not look good yeah, I, I mean, uh, in terms of tight ends, yeah, Everett would be fine. I mean, Doyle seems to be a red zone uh, magnet, but it's much it more gets... dependent on that. Doyle just, he, you go, he went a six week stretch of averaging like one target <laughs> a game, though. Like, that's, yeah. that's, he's clearly the two or three, and like, there's not, it's us. It's Collie, like or Cox. Uh, that's that's the guy who's at it. Job it is, and even then he's not. He's not getting a ton of looks. So, yeah, I, I just feel bad if you have Fant on your team. I mean, he really hasn't bounced back from his injury earlier in the year, and he's pretty much splitting targets um, at the tight end position. So, it, at this point, I feel like if you haven't moved on, you should. Um, yeah. And hopefully, what do you get four, four targets though? Yeah, four targets. Yeah. Yeah. 12 really yards. That's not much. good. <laughs> that yeah. is not good. And I mean, he already started off pretty weak and then has not been the same since week nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those those are kind of our, again, uh, Cole Kmet, 24% rostered. Definitely worth a waiver pickup. I mean, he's showing that he's getting targets. So if you want to spend it on our, tight end like that guy is the one guy i think right now that's got a lot of upside and then logan thomas uh gerald everett jack doyle take a shot on one of those three guys talent's all there it's just who are you looking at that's that's really what it comes down to doing some quick dad math hat tip to dawson knox i'm counting uh 10 10 and then 11 so 31 catches on the season he's got two four five seven touchdowns <laughs> Well done. Talk Dawson about Knox. all he does is score points. <laughs> you don't got you don't got time for nothing else, JT. Talk yeah. about a talk about efficiency, dude. <laughs> like, like it's like hitting a home run every half, every two at bats. You pinch hit every couple of games, and you hit a home run every half uh, half of those at bats. I'll take that all day, <laughs> like, like straight up. All right, uh, kickers. Um, just, just, um, um, I don't know. Not a Washington football team kicker because apparently their third one of the year got hurt, so they're gonna have to probably go to a fourth. Um, yeah, I don't know who hexed that team's kickers, but uh, chasing down a blocked extra point, he got hurt, 
So Joey Sly, Sly, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Michael um, Badgley, um, I mean, 59% available in Yahoo for Indy going against Houston. That seems pretty tasty. Um, Prater for Arizona. Uh, going against Chicago, I guess at yeah. Chicago. So check yep. the weather. Um, hiccups. Uh, Jason Myers is kicking in San Francisco. It's projected to be rainy. Let's not go there. Um, Jason Saunders. Oh, the Miami kicker, but it's in Miami, so I don't. I don't mind that one against the Giants. Again, like yeah. you said, uh, Parker's out, so less touchdown uh, certainty. So I, I kind of like that. Kind of like Jason uh, Saunders' pick. Um, like you said, Matt Prater's probably my go-to if the weather's okay, like you were calling. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm streaming this time of year, I mean, we're a couple of days away from December. If it's a toss-up, go with the indoor matchup. Oh, yeah. You might get yeah. an extra attempt out of it. Yep. In terms of situational, coach is more willing to go for a kick than go for it on fourth. You know, if the – if you're inside or just or yeah or at least check the weather um, i badly at 41 percent. did you say that roster yeah i i oh, quoted okay. the flip i said 59 available so oh, gotcha, gotcha. One I, the I same. a different number and i was like wait a second okay yeah 41 percent rostered um everybody else we're talking about is below 26 so or 26 or below so yeah um the Seahawks offense, again, I would say Seahawks is conservative and doesn't kick or doesn't go for it a ton, but they just aren't in position even to give Jason Myers opportunities. So got to be, got to not be rostered in any leagues at this point. I just don't see how it's viable. I don't know how his roster percentage went up last week. I get that there's bye weeks, but just you got to stay away. You got one point this week. I don't, you got to yep. stay away. Um, yeah. And then uh, defenses. Gotta get that defense. Right um, off the bat, Minnesota. They get to play yeah. the Lions. That's that's nice. And they are available in 82% of Yahoo leagues. Yes. Yes. Minnesota looking uh, looking real good because that that adult, that Lions team. Oh, oh, I feel so bad. Feel so bad. Um, what do you feel? about the Kansas City defense, showing up a little bit, playing Denver. Denver's not a burner of an offensive team, but they still – we've talked about it. still got a lot of weapons. I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater's the guy, but, like, they still can – Jerry Judy, Sutton, all those guys, they still – Fant, the talent is there. I just don't want to be the guy who picks up Kansas City's defense, you know, one week. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, the, you know, they're the, – Detroit Denver's offense doesn't look that good. And then Denver's like, oh, we figured out we have all these really good players and then make me look stupid. <laughs> what, do, what do you think about that matchup? I I would I would go with it. I mean, coming off a of bye week, facing Denver for the first time this year, but I mean, held Dallas to nine points in real life football, um, Las Vegas to 14 and, and Green Bay to seven. And I mean they're creating turnovers, sacks, interceptions. They're, I mean, they're playing very well and they're rolling. And in terms of just like that Denver offense, it can be, 
how would you describe it? It's inconsistent, just like it's it's either clicking or it's just jumbled and there, there's a lot of mouths to feed and um, Bridgewater sometimes kind of, he can just kind of almost like you lose sight of him. You just like, where, you know, where is he? You not stepping up as much. I would roll with Kansas City um, if, if Minnesota wasn't available. Um, I mean, otherwise it'd be like a, like a Dolphins defense against the Giants. How do you feel about that? Dolphins against the Giants? Man. I've told people on this podcast to, to lean a little bit towards Daniel Jones, but that's more matchup dependent. But I'm, who do I trust more, Daniel Jones or this defense? Do I trust Daniel Jones to look decent? No, I'd say – are you going to tell me it's, it's the Saquon play? What do you think, JT, before I answer that question? Do you think you got to think worst case scenario I, in terms of strength? So say yes. I think if he does play, I am more likely to play the defense because they lean so much on him when they really kind of shouldn't. The defense is like, okay, Saquon's out there. It's, it's you know, first 10, let's get in the box. And then they run and they turn and hand it off. And I'm like, guys, what are you doing? I'm like, Use them as the threat, and then make them. Come, but say they don't. They don't do that. Judge is not a very smart offensive mind. So I, I think if Saquon does play, yeah, absolutely, I would play Miami's defense. Even if he doesn't, I, I feel pretty confident in that. I would probably look for if you have a better option. But if there is, there could justifiably like if Minnesota or Kansas City is available, I'd probably go that route. But if neither of them are available, yeah, I probably roll with Miami. I, I feel comfortable about that. Yeah, I do too. It's not, that's yeah. uh, pretty nice for a week 13 fill-in defense options. So hopefully that works for most people. Sweet. Yeah. No, yeah. Feel good about that. I do. Yeah. That was nice. Digging out Miami. I like that. Yeah. Well, in terms of just like, they've been getting quite a few sacks in my head. Um, going to go back to it just real quick. Yeah, five, two, four, and five over the last four weeks. I mean, we're talking Houston, Baltimore, the Jets, and Carolina, but that's what you're supposed to do, right? So they've got the Giants, and I mean, I would expect, you know, hopefully at least double-digit points in terms of a defense. And if you're streaming, that's all you can really ask for. I mean, you don't want what do you want a 20 spot like get out of here yeah <laughs> yeah rob um, i don't know oh, it seems gosh. like a rob thing oh yeah, yeah my like, defense oh, only on. got me 18 streaming yeah, come on guys <laughs> oh all right well that's about wrapping it up uh, we do have our dad bod player of the week and i i talked about it last week i'm on the lookout for thick sixes um Golik jr coined it and now it's i'm all about it we all we pretty much had it but just like the baby version yeah. a thick pat <laughs> <P-A-T>, <laughs> thick extra point as rasheem green in tonight's game uh for seattle uh big boy usc product 64280 blocked the extra point and grabbed it off a one hop right just kind of big hop right into yeah. his just like dead and right in his lap and he took it all the way to the house 85 yards for the extra point score 
So well done, big boys, big toys, Rasheem Green, dad, bod, player of the week. I did. I don't have the name in front of me, but I did see Virginia, Virginia Tech game. Um, it was the fourth quarter of the minute and a half left, and it was third down, and I think Virginia Tech is the one who's like on the third opponent's 13, third and seven. They run like a little bubble screen, back screen, like the quarterback rolls out one way, they throw it across the field to a lineman, and it does not go well. But at least the big fella got, got the look with third and seven. I think he lost right. two yards, but he gets read it right away. But I was like, they're like, why is that guy line? Why is that big lineman lined up out there? So they stayed at home, which was good on them. But like, so yeah, I was, I wish I had a video of it, but yeah, it was, I can't remember his name, but shout out to you, buddy. Like, you caught a pass in the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, it was a two point game, two point oh, game. They so were they just like, it was, it was like out, real or they play. were just distracted what is that huge man doing over they were yeah. were they sniffing it <laughs> or were they distracted either way they're they looking just, that way and they shouldn't be <laughs> they should have just let it roll and play the play because they were very distracted what this big fellow was doing out here <laughs> like they should not have thrown the ball but yeah Spidey was, sense it, is tingling this way he tried. he tried to put a move he like i'll give him that he tried to juke <laughs> that corner and it did not it, he's not a running back <laughs> yeah Oh man! Well, speaking of big, got an extra bonus dad joke of the week. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's really heavy, and the other is a little lighter. Little little pun, little play on words there. Well said. Well said. Coming off, you know, you're probably dazed and confused. All right, all right, all right. You know, still digesting all the food, but um, I thought that got a chuckle, but. That should do it. Hey, Sean, I'm JT. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you listening. Take care, be well, and until next time, see ya.